Atomic Monsoon. Welcome to the Monsoon. All right, let's welcome everybody to the episode, or this next episode of Atomic Monsoon, excuse me. <laughs> I'm Josh. Here's my co-hosts. I'm Andy. I'm Stephanie. And uh, hey, this is your Gurk, Gurk, geek nerd and uh, <laughs> Gurk culture, apparently, for, uh, for this week. culture. Yes. Hashtag Gurk culture. that phrase right now. <laughs> Gurk culture. Uh, <laughs> but we're here to talk about all those things that you all love and we all love with a passion. And uh, let's get down to it. What are, what's going on this week, guys? What have we heard? What's, what are the rumblings on the interwebs? Yo, so there was Nintendo Direct this week. Yes. And so lots of stuff happening on the Nintendo Switch, which I'm super excited about because I shelled out a lot of money for one last year. <laughs> and I was counting this morning, and I only actually have three game, or six games for it. Okay. Um, I have a couple more on pre-order, including Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which yes. is coming out in December, I want to say. I believe so. I believe uh, November, so, yeah. December. Merry Christmas um, to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so previously, we the, the last big Smash Bros. Direct, uh, they announced... Every character ever in a Smash Brothers game is going to be in this new one. Yeah, which as well made me as, super excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as I believe most of, if not all of, the stages. Yeah, yeah. And so this week's Nintendo Direct, they announced a couple more characters and a couple more stuff about stages. Um, there are 103 total stages to play on. Every stage also includes a uh, Omega version, so it widens the stage to be f so you can have eight players on it. Oh, nice! Um, as well as a Battlefield version, so it's the smaller tournament-based one where you don't okay. have any of the stuff flying at you or the stage trying to kill you or whatever. Okay. Um, al additionally, <laughs> it's one of those days. Um, it is. Uh, you can turn off stage hazards on the normal versions of the stages as well. Okay. So you, if you just want to play in the Metroid stage where Kraid is smacking the screen around, you could just play in that stage and not have to worry about some boss from some game. Yeah. And the lava and <laughs> right, okay, okay. right, right. Or that one stage where the Pokemon are just shooting lasers at you all the time. Like, <laughs> you can turn those off and play in that stage, which is a cool looking stage, yeah. but I never want to play there because I'm always dying from the stage, not because anyone ever beats me. Um, so that's super cool. Um, they announced the, a stage morph feature as well. I saw that. that right? Neat. So you can start playing on one stage, and halfway through the game, it turns into a totally different stage. Oh, that's cool. So you can start on, like, the Donkey Kong Country with the, the DK rap playing, and by the time you're sick of hearing the DK rap, it'll just morph into, like, Zelda's palace. That's amazing. Speaking of the DK rap, did you see yeah. the thing that over 900 musical tracks are on in the game? And yes. every stage has got, like... 10, 20 tracks on it. Yeah. That so they're like you're very rarely going to hear the same song. That, that's going to be a very interesting soundtrack to go and buy in stores. Well, so it's, it's, so it's be available on the game. You can't you can't put it on yeah. a soundtrack because it would be too big for a disc. But what they're letting you do is you can have your switch in standby mode and still listen to the soundtrack of the game. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. yeah. Actually, set up this almost looks like an iTunes kind of thing to where you can just go through and you can create playlists of the different uh, stages. It just it looks really neat. Right. Like, or really they're sorted by genre, so yeah. you can look like I just. I want to listen to all the Zelda songs, and you could do that. I want to listen to all the Mario songs, or I want to listen to all the Castlevania songs, because, uh, holy crap, Simon Belmont is in this yeah. game. Yeah. With Richter as with, his, with it, Richter's what is the term that they just they start talking about it, which I think Capcom's going to be furious about. <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's Echo Fighter. Echo Fighter, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, so that Echo Fighters are, are the clone fighters. So, uh, the palette swap. Right, right. Uh, but it's it's a little more than that. So it's, it's uh, if you go back to Smash Brothers Melee, I want to say Dr. Mario is literally Mario, but he has pills instead of yeah, fireballs. Yeah. So there's like one very slight well, difference. Well, he did a few different moves, too. The moves were a little bit yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I think that one lists as a palette swap, then I do like Daisy and Peach. 
much. Right. Where those are literally like they're different characters, but it's but just as the, far as we know, Daisy's going to play identical. Yeah, Peach. yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I don't know if Richter will be 100% the same as Simon. Um, the direct did say that there will be slight differences between them. I don't know what that means, right? Because uh, I haven't played the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Simon and Richter Belmont from Castlevania both in the game, which means, which means, and Josh, you're the right age to remember this. Uh, we've got Simon Belmont and Mega Man and Kid Icarus in the game. Yes, the Captain N. Right. So they've said there's still a few fighters left to go. I'm really hoping Captain N is one of them. That would be fantastic. Uh, Stephanie's given the, the glass eye look. So I played like a little bit of Super Smash Brothers. Okay. But at the same time, I also don't know every Nintendo thing out there. Kay. I know the basics. So, I know. so <laughs> Captain N was a cartoon show that came on in, I want to say, 1990? It sounds like that late? It, it sounds like 89, familiar. 90, 91, okay. something like that. Um, I, I guess it was 89. I want to say 89. Um, I don't know how they licensed all of this, but they got Capcom's Mega Man, Konami Simon Belmont, Nintendo's Kid Icarus, uh, and they invented a kid named Kevin Keane who was the best video game player in the hmm. world, and he got sucked into his Nintendo. That's to cool. help save the world from Mother, or to help save Video Land from Mother Brain, the boss of Metroid. Oh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it was, it, right. it was one of those terribly awesome shows of the 80s that was it, it was it terrible. Was, it but was because terrible. It was so terrible. Was it, it was terrible because awesome. it was like, like the animation was like terrifying? Oh, everything was terrifying. The animation <laughs> okay. was terrifying. The storylines were absolutely just ludicrous. Like, right. It just, right. It I think was I've a, actually had nightmares of that villain, and I've only seen pictures and a little bit of video from her from like Watch Mojo videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, she kind of looked like, uh, if you're familiar with Doctor Who, kind of looked like uh, Cassandra, the, the skin woman from oh, like the God. first. Also, she was voiced by Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Which I is, did not know that. Yeah, which is even better. Uh, and so, it sounded exactly the same. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, wasn't even trying yeah, to hide it. No, um, it was the same voice. That's amazing. Um, so Captain N, I mean, it, he the N obviously stood for Nintendo, right? And, yeah. And they had the N team, and it was all the best Nintendo mascots that weren't Mario and Kid Icarus for some reason. Yeah. Um, and he had, a, he had a belt buckle that was the Nintendo controller that he would get power-ups from. Like, he could jump super high or run oh, super fast. Cool. Right. And or he, he had his zapper. The, the <laughs> yeah, zapper. he had a Nintendo zapper. And he could pause. Like, yeah. he could just pause the world around him and he could move around while everyone else was frozen. Oh, that's cool. So Mo Move obstacles by pushing the directional pad. Like, right. Oh, this rock's in our way. Well, I can take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had that kind of power. Right. right. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no confirmation that he's going to be in Smash Brothers Ultimate and honestly, all things considered, it's a Deke property, so Deke probably owns that character, so probably not going to happen. Maybe doing like a uh, Smash trophy, right. or maybe like an if assist trophy. That'd be cool. something, right? Because you've got the whole end team in there now yeah. with Simon, and it would just be fantastic if I could, if you could do a team battle, and then you got all of the end team against you know and all then the if bosses. If they did the color swap, so you can get the green Mega Man in there. That'd yeah, be great. I mean, yeah. They're, they're not going to let him have that horrible voice. That <laughs> 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 that, that, that <laughs> mega <laughs> voice that smoked seven. 15 packs a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in addition to that, uh, King K. Rule, or Captain K. Yeah. Rule, from uh, Donkey Kong Country. King Cruel. Well, there's a there's a period in there. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those, like... Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's a, a, it's yeah, like yeah. the white, wild it's, E. It's, coyote. It's, it's a, K. Rule, but it's it's King Cruel. Right, like. right. Um, so yeah, Captain King K. Rule was announced. Uh, Dark Samus from the Metroid yeah. Prime games was announced. Uh, Krom from Fire Emblem, who I'm not super familiar with, but apparently will be Robin's Echo Fighter. Yes. Um, who was another Fire Emblem character. Right, mm -hmm. right. And I think Robin was introduced in the last game. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. from 
geek stuff. They're from the same Fire Emblem game. Okay. So okay, that I don't, it's kind of a yeah. Fire yeah. Emblem's one of my Nintendo blind spots, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know those characters super well. Um, and I know Metroid and Super Metroid. I haven't played any of the Metroid Prime games. So oh my goodness, Dark Samus is kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. Hey, it's Samus. Do you have only an Evil Alien uh, or a Wii that you can play uh, games on? My roommate has a Wii. I okay. Say. We might so. have to remember you have not played those games, and I have to dig those up out of the collection and. and well, you borrow those so, so, you can try so it here's out. the thing: is I'm really bad at first-person shooters. It's okay. It's it's Metroid. It, 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 you don't need to be good. Listen, I get lost enough in first-person shooters. I don't need Metroid to help me get more lost. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. To be fair, though, it's a Nintendo game. So if you get that's, too okay. lost, they they hold your hand. If you're like too like, if I get too lost, yeah, they'll give yeah. me the white Tanuki suit, and I'll I'll be fine. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. You go to your menu. There's like this big beacon that'll be like, hey, this is where you need to go. Okay. All right. Well, that's not so bad. That's yeah. handy at least. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. So. Uh, anyways, yeah. So Smash Brothers is coming. I'm super excited a bunch of stuff announced this week uh, and that's yeah. just kind of the surface of it there were a bunch of more little details in there yeah um, Smash Bros. stuff looks amazing I can't wait for that if uh, I if I hadn't pre-ordered the game already I would have by now yeah um, I'm actually I'm, I'm waiting to see because uh, I haven't seen an official like when you can pre-order it yet but they did put out they're going to put out a Smash Brothers edition of the uh, Switch yes that's going to come with the uh, the new GameCube controller but it, okay. it, it's still a GameCube controller but right. it's a Switch controller and right. the, the adapter to plug it in uh, so you can also plug other GameCube controllers mm-hmm. into your Switch as mm-hmm. well. Uh, copy the game obviously then a special version of, of the cool. actual yeah. Switch itself. Yeah my brother so. was telling me about that and he, he's excited because he doesn't have a Switch yet yeah, so he was, so he was waiting for the bundle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I, waiting for a neat bundle like that just kind of waiting for something that I could because. Right. I mean I would almost go for it like that just have the old GameCube controller by hand again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the most comfortable. I loved that controller. It was, it was a well Design controller, unfortunately, a lot of companies use it very poorly. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's very comfortable in your hand, but for some reason, I don't know, like Capcom, for some reason, the Mega Man Anniversary Collection swapped the A and B buttons, and I don't know why. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. But regardless, yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers is coming. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Like, it's not just the best Nintendo. It's very quickly becoming the best of video games. Oh, yeah. Is going to be in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there's no reason not well, to I mean, get a okay. Switch now. It's just from all the games. You're going to have Cloud in there from the Final Fantasy series. You've right. got Pac-Man in there. Right. You've got uh, Snake. Yeah, Solid Snake, Snake is be back. In there again. Sonic uh, the Hedgehog's back. Yeah, Sonic's back again. There's a freaking dragon again. in it, too, from what I've heard. Uh, Ridley, right? Yeah, Ridley. He's, yeah, uh, Ridley. Ridley, Ridley yes. from Metroid is, it, is, is in it. Um, also, uh, I didn't write the character's name down, and I'm never going to remember what it is, but one of the bosses from Monster Hunter is going to be a boss in Smash Bros. like a non-playable boss in Smash Bros. Oh, Ultimate. probably the uh, um, Raytheon. Yeah, that sounds like a correct-ish name. Because they, they just did a crossover with Final Fantasy and everything for okay. it, so I'm, it's probably the same. I think it is that. Same monster. Okay. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty but solid staple. Yeah, for one of the one of the Monster Hunter bosses is just going to be in there because yeah. because you can, right? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone is back in this game, and I don't. I don't know how much money Nintendo's paying everyone <laughs> to get all <laughs> these licenses. Apparently, I think I think all the Mario games, the Pokemon games that have come out recently, have been like, here, here. See, what I, what I want to say is like they, they've been having this huge partnership with Bethesda lately. So I'm wondering if maybe one of those extra mm. characters they haven't announced yet is going to be like. Was somebody from Fallout or maybe the mm-hmm. Dovahkiin? Yeah, mm-hmm. so okay. I could totally see them throwing something like that in there because they like for some reason them Bethesda have been getting super hey. super buddy lately, which I'm all for. I love yeah. Bethesda stuff, so it's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting. Mm-hmm. More third parties you can get working on in good working relationships with Nintendo again, the better yeah, it is for I mean, the industry. They announced, uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I just I saw the news earlier that, but the new Doom is coming straight to the Switch. Sweet. Like, it's not even going to be any delay time. Like, nope, it's coming out for everything right away. Nice. That's so, really I cool. Mean, they're they're doing doing a lot of lot of work there. So it'll be interesting to see who all comes out in the Smash and what other stuff's coming through. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think the Switch I think, is a great system. So I think we're like four or five characters away from really just like I mean, you get Doom Guy, you get Lara Croft, you get Master Chief, and oh, you get like. That would make even more sense right? that they put Doom Guy in there because the Doom and mm-hmm. that, like that would make mm-hmm. even more sense. So, right, yeah. but like I mean, we're seriously like five six characters away from Smash Brothers legitimately being like, oh, what's your favorite video game? Yeah. Right, general Here. general populist person. Yeah, hey, that character's in there. No, it, right, it, like very yeah. much. So. Yeah, Ryu yeah. from Street Fighter is back. Right, like okay, Ryu's not my favorite Street Fighter, but uh, Street Fighter's in the game. Like, I always felt like they, they need to grease Microsoft's palm a little bit and be like, "Hey, can we get Conquer over here for just <laughs> just for Smash oh, Brothers?" Yeah, it's like the perfect character from Nintendo yeah. history that would be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." They're so very close to to I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> it's called Smash Brothers Ultimate, and so far they're not wrong. Yeah, it's they're it, not. And how much closer are we going to get to it at literally being the ultimate version of Smash Brothers? Yeah, right? it, it looks like they're they're mixing a lot a good balance of the games from uh, the Melee, which is what a lot of the hardcore audience mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. wants is that game, and right. then a lot of the new stuff that's been incorporated that just more of the casual, like, I just like to play Smash Brothers right. audience likes. Right. So it looks like mm-hmm. it doesn't be a good balance of the two, and, yeah. and they're really going back to what made Smash, Smash Brothers Smash Brothers, and also mm-hmm. kind of appealing to everybody and saying, like, hey, come on, it's Nintendo, come have fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. So, uh, I know I have a couple of things, and I'm going to go on the tangent of, uh, of some news. So, yeah. I saw this, uh, I want to say it was early this week uh, on Facebook. What it was, was apparently Cartoon Network has announced that they're bringing back Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, lovely. Ah, uh, there's a thing, though. <laughs> oh, no? Oh, oh. what's the thing? Um, the animation style's different. Oh, no. Are they doing it the CalArts? A little bit, yeah. Oh, no. um, and, th- and that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm a little bummed out because, like, you know, I never was a big fan of Courage the Cowardly Dog, mainly just because it scared the living shit out of me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I can the, see that. Thankfully, I was older, so it was, it was just fun. I was for right me. at that age where if you watched Courage, you did not sleep for three weeks. Um, oh no! <laughs> like it was just, it was just like, uh, uh-uh, nah, nah, that, that ain't happen. I ain't live in the middle of freaking nowhere if this is gonna happen to me. Um, but no, like they have like a new animation style to it, and I'm sitting here going like, okay. You can reanimate Courage and his owners all you want, but if you dare not make those villains look as creepy as hell, that show's yeah. going to be a flop. <laughs> See, and that, one of the things that I loved about Courage was it was so different from everything else. It was. Like, it, just, it was so just weird. The animation was so much different. Like it was just it was a mm-hmm. different animal. It was. And it really was. Kind of sad because like I was I, I keep getting excited for the like oh they're gonna bring this back oh but it looks exactly like Chowder oh they're gonna bring this back. Nope, it still looks exactly like Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first just, of all, just Chowder just looks like actual bowl of Chowder. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, it was it was like that show was fun and yeah. it was it was new and it was unique and it was its own thing. It just it made me it's making me sad that everything looks like that now. Like yeah. that is an art style and it's just like it the times are changing for sure. So yeah, that, that was that was one yeah. yeah. That was one thing I saw. The other thing I saw was last Sunday, August 5th. Uh, apparently, the Curiosity Rover was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was his birthday, and apparently, every year on his birthday, it he sings to himself. Happy birthday to him! Yeah, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. It's like, I was oh like, my I've God. never felt so sad for a little robot. Isolated on Mars, and this little AI is singing happy yeah. birthday. I'm like, oh. So if you're out there, sing happy birthday to him, even though it's very, you know, almost a week later. 
Um, if anything's going to make the, the Borgs, there it is. There yeah. it is, right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, hey, guess, speaking of Borgs. <laughs> um, and Segway. Yeah, and Segway. Uh, and I guess the last thing is, is that uh, this is more personal kind toward me uh, and really anyone out there who's from this world. Uh, but this weekend from yesterday, really, uh, all the way through to, uh, to tomorrow, uh, is the Drum Corps International World Championships. So that's a big deal in the marching band world. Okay, okay, okay. It's, it's, it's the marching band, uh, color guard, drumline world. Okay, okay. Uh, their, their world championships, you know, is this weekend. They just had prelims last night. Uh, cool. They have semis tonight, and then tomorrow is the finals. So for any of you out there that are listening, I wish you the best of luck. And if, and if you're hearing this afterward, well... Congrats. I hope you did well. <laughs> so, rooting for you. Oh, yeah. Hopefully those kids all have a great time doing that competition. And, oh, it's and, it's a lot of fun. And those guys were... I think those guys work harder than really anybody in anything. <laughs> I believe it. I so, believe the, the, Just from the competitions I have seen of that kind of stuff, they're pretty intense. So I have seen kids that I have marched with in high school leave, you know, the end of one school year, maybe a little on the rounder side, very pale skin come back you know like the third week of august seven shades darker and like with a six pack and i'm like how did you do that in the summer carrying around a drum kit yeah pretty much it turns around turns out carrying an extra 30 pounds around all summer it's good work right yeah, right. It, 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 it's standing in the direct heat and, and just yeah. dying yeah yeah so that's that's all I really I, I really have that's kind of big on news. So well, what we were we, we mentioned Star Trek a little bit ago. I know uh, this is something we had briefly mentioned earlier in the week, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited about it and to see what they do with it with Patrick Stewart coming back as Jean Luc yeah. Picard. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mighty Jean Luc is coming yeah. back. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they do that because it's supposed to take place 20 years after Next Generation. So it'll right. Be, so well, he said 20 years after the last movie, right? Which is pretty much where we're at now. Pretty, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, I think, so, be, yeah. I think pretty it, close in the timeline. Nemesis like, yeah. was about ninety-eight, right? Yeah. and so we're in twenty eighteen. So yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like, it's, is he still going to be Captain Jean Luc? Will he be Admiral Jean Luc? Will he be just Jean Luc? Like, yeah. yeah. Will, will he yeah. bring back Will Wheaton with him? <laughs> I have to say, uh, with the emphasis on the H, sorry. <laughs> Wheaton. Wheaton. <laughs> um, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I saw something about uh, the one of the people that because there's no scripts yet or anything like that, but they were talking about wanting to bring back uh, some of the old characters as mm-hmm. well. Oh, Oh, yeah, that'd be and great. Then, uh, I'm sure they'll tap Jonathan Franks to come direct and stuff. Since he's, sure, right. He's previously doing everything <laughs> for directing now. Like, he's he's doing a ton of the Orville stuff, which is... Oh, interesting. ...kind of the spiritual successor to the next generation. Right, right. I mean, right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it has so many people that worked on Next Generation working on it. it oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, think, that, that's why it feels so much like Next Generation. Oh, okay, yeah. that, now, now that explains my friend's reaction. Because I've had a lot of friends, you know, when Orville and uh, Star Trek Discovery came out, like, a lot of them said Discovery wasn't that great. You know, they were going off on their own thing. They said Orville was really good. And I'm thinking like, okay, hold on. How did something Seth MacFarlane come up with better than Star yeah, Trek? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's because they marketed that show way wrong. Like, yeah, they, they marketed they, like a spoof of Star oh, Trek. Yeah. Right. And it, it's it's more of just, it's an homage to Next Generation with some extra jokes thrown in. It just yeah, it doesn't right. take itself as seriously as Next Generation did. They marketed, yeah. Which, not yeah. that Next Generation did that badly. It's just, it's it's a lot more lighthearted than Next Generation oh, was. Oh, yeah. Right. But at the same time, still dealing, dealing with some seriously heavy issues in that show. And it's, it's interesting because they take the Next Generation approach where it's, we're not telling you what the right thing or the wrong thing is here. We're just showing you what happens in the situation we're in. Yeah, right. Because they, sure. they had a very interesting episode where one of the uh, the alien species, like all their 
uh, species are male, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they have a female child, and like the conflict is like, do we change the gender? Do we not? And the arguments for and against it, and just right. it was a really really profound show that it, mm-hmm. it didn't really preach any way to either side of the argument. It just really really well done, and they've had several other shows like that that have dealt yeah. with relationships and racism and just all kinds of stuff, and they've done it really well, like Next mm-hmm. Generation would. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really bizarre because it truly is <laughs> the successor to Next Generation. Oh, for like, sure, it's, it's amazing. It's very yeah, because it, it was absolutely promoted as like, hey, it's the new Seth MacFarlane show. So if you yeah. like Family Guy and you like American Dad and you like the Cleveland show and you like whatever else he's done, like, the and I was just like, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, well, I mean, they're okay, but they're not really my cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, I, I wasn't like, right? I don't know. And then I just I happened to watch the first episode on Hulu when it popped up on right. there, and I was like. My God, this is fantastic! Yeah, when uh, my previous job, I was working at a comic book store, and, and we just, you know, we'd have sci-fi stuff running all the time. So, like, I've seen seen a bunch of episodes of a whole bunch of shows that I I can't even tell you what they are. But like, there was one day we were watching, you know, Orville was on. It was kind of slower, and it was that it was that episode about the, yeah. the um, uh, gender swapping babies or whatever. And I was like, wait, how? How does this show exist? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? What what happened? Like this is this is a real Star Trek show. Like, yeah. all right, Seth MacFarlane's over there making a little bit of toilet humor, and all right, that'll bring in the casuals. But like, that's fine, right? Like, that's that'll just grow the audience. And yeah. like, yeah. And it's it's a nice little change because you're sitting there, you're like, oh man, this is a heavy topic. And then you get that little bit of levity, in right? There, you know, right before commercial, right. it's like, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better before I go watch, you know, right? <laughs> these right. Commercials I'm not, I'm not going to be crying for oh the next, like, you know, minute and thirty yeah, seconds. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, that episode is absolutely the one that got me, and I was like, all right. Right, cool. I need to start paying attention, more attention to this show, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, yeah. I haven't watched it since. And, but and, like, and, I, I plan to. Right. Yeah, and they've done other like really topical conversations. Like, uh, they did one about social media, kind of a planet that you go to, and everything is determined by how many likes you get, and if you don't have enough oh likes, you basically get the death penalty. Kind of so like, oh, so the Meow Meow Beans episode of Community. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but on an actual like planetary scale, where they're actually like one of their people are going to yeah. be put to death. And oh, it kind of, boy. No, it wasn't put to death. It was you get your mind, you basically, they lobotomize you was what it was. Oh. Yeah, you're yeah. more or less lobotomized and Note to self, to do rot. not live on that planet. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was, it was really like, it was an interesting, uh, one of those like self-reflective like episodes for a lot of people, I yeah. think. So yeah. it mm-hmm. just, it's a great for show. Sure. And like I said, they've got a lot of the, the people that wrote for the first next generation, or mm-hmm. writing for Orville, Orville, a lot of the directors and cast members are directing for Orville, and a lot okay. of the cast members have come back from next generation and guest starred. Oh, that's on some fantastic! Of too, so well, it's just. Then it's, I, I'm definitely going to need to watch more of that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure, so for it's, sure. it's, it's it's interesting to see what they've done, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with this next generation one now as mm-hmm. well, because there's such a. a a crossover there with Orville and a lot of other Seth MacFarlane shows as far as Star Trek goes because mm-hmm. so, he, he has the so, cast for Next Generation on everything. But so. this is an interesting situation, right? Because Patrick Stewart never said he was necessarily coming back to Star Trek as Jean-Luc Picard. He just said he was coming back as Jean-Luc Picard. No, it's actually going to be a Star They did say it's a Star okay. Trek series. Yes, okay. It's a, it's okay. a new Confirmed. television Star Trek series that okay. takes place 20 years after. <laughs> I thought they said Next Generation but they might be including the movies there. Yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get more details as sure. time comes on. After sure. something, whatever he lasted with it was Star Trek, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so. so, well, yeah, and I just—I um, mean, he had just kind of said. Interesting to like, are they going to? Is this going to be the Abrams universe, or is this going to be the original Star Trek timeline? Ooh, like, what are they doing? Here? Is yeah. this Jean-Luc Picard mm-hmm. in a completely different timeline? Like, uh, right, that, right. That could be because I mean, the Jean-Luc Picard we knew was formed by the fact that he grew up during war against the Klingons and everything mm-hmm, else. That's mm-hmm. why he's such a drastic, different character than Kirk was. Right. And okay. so it'll be, it'll be really weird. It's interesting to see. Like, are they, is this going to be? Like how what happened to Jean Luc Picard without having that conflict be the main part that's right. forming the the Federation? It's mm-hmm. it could be a really interesting show, or, or 
just as interesting if they continue off of next generation. Right. Like, yeah. I'd be happy to see what's happening in that universe twenty years later. Yeah, we should sure. see what they do like with data. Like, Brett Spinard looks yeah, a how did, lot how did older. How did Brent Spiner age? Oh, all Spiner, of a sudden. sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so it'll be interesting to see how that goes, and I can't wait to see you know Jordy again. Like, right. It's going to be fun seeing a lot of those old characters and and see what happens. So it's interesting because I, I a few years ago there was some scuffle going around that um, apparently Michael Dorn was interested in doing a Captain Worf show. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So just you know in Star Trek, but the captain of the Enterprise would be Worf. So it would be interesting to see if they could incorporate any of that into this new Ooh. series as well. Yeah. Right? And also mm-hmm. be, in, as well, because, like, I, there, what was it, the final episode of uh, Next Generation, there was that when he Picard was leaping back and forth through time and everything, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they show, like, Riker's uh, commanding yeah, they the show, Enterprise they show like, 20 what years in the future. Right, and he's, like, right. Warp Factor 14 and, like, blowing stuff out of the sky. Right. It's just like, whoa, okay. And then if I remember <laughs> correctly, uh, Picard and Beverly Crusher got together. At yeah, the end, right? yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Married, or getting married or about to get married. Yeah, it's I, been a long yeah, time since uh, 1993. since I watched those. But, uh, <laughs> you got to yeah. say, 1993 was 25 years ago for Yeah, me, there's so. another character will be interesting to see their reincorporators. They bring Beverly Crusher back in. Right. I know she doesn't really act anymore. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see if they'll get old Gates McFadden in there. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it'll be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. That was one of the announcements I heard this week. I was like, heck yeah, I can't wait to see. Plus, it's, I mean, it's Patrick Stewart. Everything he right. does is golden. So, right. yeah, it's going right. to be kind of hard for him to screw up too much. And, you know, when you with you listing off, you know, the Star Trek, announcing that uh, Patrick Stewart is coming back to play his old character, uh, it makes me keep thinking back. You know, it's been a couple weeks now since they've said this, but they announced the cast for Episode Nine of Star Wars. And they said that oh, yeah, Car- and they yeah. said that they were bringing back Carrie Fisher, even though she's already long past, um, with old footage from Episode Seven. At the same time, the- Billy Dee Williams has been confirmed to come back as Lando. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm um, excited to see that. A li- little too late for my taste, but I'm excited to see that they're at least going like, oh yeah, hey. <laughs> what about this guy that you know? I hey, remember the one cast member we didn't my, bring back. I'm not going to go on my rant about <laughs> Lando not being in the last movie. So hey, but it's uh, understandable. Plus, the last movie happened like what five minutes, maybe an hour after Episode Seven. So if if Lando's going to learn in, in that time, I don't know if Lando would have heard the call for help in time. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> we, we never we, just, we, we never know. <laughs> all those force users around and nobody like dialed up Lando on the old. Force phone, like, come on now. <laughs> the <Like>. Force phone. <laughs> they Chewie, Chewie didn't have a button to go, hey, Lando, in the Falcon? I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> oh, like. come on. He didn't, hit, he, didn't, he didn't hit L3 and say, hey, L3, exactly. call your old master. Yeah, does, like, uh, does Lando speak Wookiee, though? Oh, yeah. I don't. I have no right? idea. Because if, if Chewie picks up the phone, no, because... <laughs> right? <laughs> in Empire, doesn't when he's strangling Lando, doesn't he respond to... We to, have to save to, Han. To, uh, to Chewie and to Leia? Doesn't he respond to both? I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched uh, that too. Uh, he's getting choked and he's like talking to <laughs> and then Leia talks to him. So I don't remember. I, I, I know it, it, that scene is set in such a way that you can't tell if Leia's answering Chewie or if Lando's understanding Chewie or yeah. if it's just you kind of all so. the like, above. You would. I know in the extended universe he speaks Wookiee, but I don't okay. know about the. Yeah, that's good enough universe, for me. So. We'll, we'll find out, especially <laughs> yeah. after uh, the events of Solo, to see if you know maybe Donald Glover learned how to speak Wookiee after hanging out with Han and yeah. Chewie. So. I'm trying to remember what is the Shirawook, right? That's the Wookiee language. Yes. 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 I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the Star Wars nerds for nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's interesting. So yeah. yeah, it'll be exciting to see how they do stuff, and I know uh, that when. She had died and everything. They had said that they were in negotiations with her daughter and everything about 
And I think the fact trying that, to use her yeah. respectively in the next movie and stuff like that. And the fact that J.J. Abrams himself says, "I actually have a proper ending to her. I don't want it just to be like, okay, here's a time jump, and she died in the middle." Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. If we're gonna send Leia out in style, we're gonna send her out in freaking style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna um, act bar her. We're gonna actually do something. <laughs> poor. Uh, and it's sad. We lost him too. Uh, just before episodes uh, eight came out, so the actor yeah. who played Akbar. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. That his um, his passing was kind of overshadowed. I think by something else that was going on. Maybe uh, something. was it 2016 when everybody died? No, okay. it was not. No, okay. no, 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 no. This was. I want to say maybe a couple of months. Okay. Or two before episode eight came out. Okay. So it was mm. fairly close but to the timeline. He still would have had time to do some voicing for a CG character that they could have thrown in the movie before he died. Is what you're saying? That, but it also sounds. <laughs> well, yes, but it's. But I, from what I was reading, it sounded like his health wasn't doing great either. So he yeah. only mm. could do so much what what he did. Yeah. So. Also, maybe his contract was up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So. Anything else? So the only, I mean, Star we got Wars we got Wars? Star Trek, we got Star Wars. Uh, I had a sci-fi thing happen to me this week. <laughs> okay. Um, so last weekend I went and saw um, the Spy Who Dumped Me with Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, which is not a sci-fi movie. Okay. Uh, but I was at the mall walking around because I had like an hour to kill before the movie started, and I went into a Barnes and Noble. It was just walking up and down the aisles, and uh, got to the movie section, and I found a copy of Space Jam on DVD for $5.99 and I thought well that's a funny price right six bucks for Space Jam all right that's cool and I go and pick it up and I look behind it and there was a a blu-ray release but it wasn't just a blu-ray it was a blu-ray and a dvd and a digital copy but it wasn't just the blu-ray dvd digital copy combo (laughs) it was also in a steel book of all the movies in the world that need a steelbook release, I think Space Jam's kind of close to the bottom of the list, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I think that's probably underneath like Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, right? Like, I mean, right. It's, it's like there, there's yeah. a longer list, I think, even above that, right? Right. Like, right? Where's I mean, my Masters of the Universe steelbook before I get a Space Jam steelbook? I mean, right. Come on, man. Right. Die Hard. Yeah. Does yeah. Die Hard have a steelbook? Uh, I mean, I'm probably. Probably. But probably. if it doesn't, it's it should. Got several like it's I know there's like yeah. box sets and all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff in Die Hard. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I like. I like. I like Space Jam, right? Don't get me wrong. But, like, uh, I don't know that it needs a steelbook release. So I go and I go and see the movie, right? And and, and I'm getting out of the movie, and I'm like, all right, I still have a little bit of time to kill before the bus comes. And Barnes & Noble's right by the bus stop anyway. So uh, let me swing back in, and I walk past, and it's still there. And I was like, (laughs) you know what? Screw it. This is going to be a funny story. Was it five ninety nine too? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was twenty you bucks. You wish. <laughs> I'll say like if it was five ninety nine, then that's oh, that's oh, if steel. it was five ninety nine, I would have bought it as soon yeah. as I saw it. I was yeah. like, oh, five ninety nine for the DVD or for the steelbook? Like, yeah, go for the steelbook. Uh, but no, I paid I paid the full twenty bucks for the steelbook or whatever, just so I could have the story for this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's um, fair. That's fair. also I just it's really funny because why why of all the movies that I have I have. So many copies of Terminator 2, and I don't own any of them in Steelbook. <laughs> and that's my favorite movie. But you got that Space Jam. But I got Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam is Steelbook. Know, it might be one of those weird random collector's items in 20 years that you go like, yeah. what? Oh. I can sell that for how? Okay. All right. I can get my money back for that. That's yeah. fine. In the distance here, welcome to the jam. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I believe I can fly. I mean, hell yeah. That's, that's all that matters. That's I also that matters. believe that I'll go golfing and one day Bugs Bunny will pull me into the Warner Brothers world. I, <laughs> you know, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, but only if you go golfing with Bill, Mur- Bill Murray and Larry Bird. That's the, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. rarity of right, that. Right, right, yeah. Because usually when I go golfing, I'm usually the one driving the golf cart and not, <laughs> nothing else. So. Right, right. And there's no Bill Murray around, so. No. no. That. 
Yeah. So. Speaking of Bill Murray, uh, they, they put on, not too long ago, uh, on Xbox, they did a backwards compatible of the uh, Atari Ghostbusters game that was voiced by all the original cast. Oh, oh, the one from like 2009 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, I they, thought they, you meant the Atari, the, the Ghostbusters game that came out of the no, Atari no. 2600? They, yeah, no, they did a, a backwards compatible of that one that, re, that came out recently, and for some reason I saw a bunch of people playing it the other day, so I threw it back in. Mm-hmm. Man, if anyone has played that game, they need to go do that, because that, that is definitely the sequel to the Ghostbusters franchise. It is a fantastic story. Huh. And it's got all the original cast in there. It made me a little nostalgic because, you know, Harold Ramis. Right. Immediately you got him doing the Egon, like, Mm -hmm. are you troubled by Spectre? Yeah, it was (laughs) was like perfect. It was just like, oh, man, this is fantastic. Somehow I have not played that game, which is strange. I feel like I should have. Yeah, if you've got a, I think it was on everything for, you know, that generation. (laughs) You know what's funny is the other thing I own in Steelbook is the real Ghostbusters cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That is actually fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow I have not played that video game. Uh, so yeah, I should go bother my brother. I think he's got a copy of it. My other so. video game news: If n- nobody is, uh, has tried it yet, uh, We Happy Few came out today. Uh, mm. It's supposed to be kind of a dystopian 1960s-ish. England that uh, basically they lost World War II and this is what the society did. It's this crazy hmm. mind trip huh. kind of a game and you literally can't say much more about it without spoiling anything for the story. So, okay. it yeah. just, so it's very, it's, it's interesting. If you like uh, narrative games, uh, some people tried to say like Bioshock-ish where I don't want to compare the two because they're completely different narratives, but sure. it's definitely got that mind you know, messing yeah. kind of yeah. narrative, like just where you're like, wait, what is really going on here? Kind mm-hmm. of with mm-hmm. the story. So it's it's interesting. I I, I was a Kickstarter okay. on it and uh, early access member and everything like that. So it's been interesting to watch the growth of that game over the past few years. But it it came out. It's officially out, and it, it so far fantastic. Um, alternatively, going back to Nintendo a little bit, uh, there is an open beta for Dragon Ball Fighters on the Switch. Oh, fantastic. Which started last night, I want to say. Um, so if you are a Switch owner and you haven't been playing Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, you absolutely can now before the game actually releases in September. Um, so get get a couple weeks of practice in before it actually yeah. actually comes out. For sure, yeah. for sure. All right, well, do we have any... What, what's some other news that we got going on? We've been talking about uh, the Star Wars, Star Trek, and video <laughs> games. What, what else we got going here? I know there's a lot of casting for movies and TV shows this week. That, yeah, so they recently just announced uh, Ruby Rose yeah, is playing Batwoman. Batwoman. And I, it took me a minute. I was like, where do I know her from? And it was driving Orange me nuts. Black? <laughs> no, no, John Wick 2. Oh. She was the female bodyguard antagonist during that movie, and she was fantastic in that movie. So I was like, all right, I think I can get behind okay. this character as, as Batwoman. Like, I, so I haven't seen John Wick 2 yet, but who does she play in Orange is the New Black? I don't know. Okay. I just know she was in the show yeah, because I, everyone I, on my I, I Facebook didn't know page you know she was freaking in out show, about it. So I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't know. Right. So yeah, it, was, yeah. it was, yeah, the John Wick 2 connection. I went, okay. Hmm. That sold me on her as, as Batwoman. So mm-hmm. it would be I, interesting to yeah. see her as Cassandra Kane. Yeah. I I have really no in, I really have no input. Like I said, like I I knew she was in Orange is the, in the, is the New Black because everyone I know who watches the show that I am friends with on Facebook were all like freaking out about how she was doing on the show. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, who's this? Right. <laughs> yeah, and I was surprised they're like, they're, I know they're putting her in the Arrowverse, but I didn't see, are they putting her on Supergirl, Flash, or Arrow? 
Uh, Amber is supposed to be like CW. Like it's, I think it's supposed to be her own show. Right. So, I well, well, she, she's it's, getting a backdoor might, yeah, pilot on one oh, of the yeah, other shows. Yeah, I think it's Supergirl. I think it's Supergirl. It's kind of how they did Flash on Arrow and then Supergirl as well. They're all kind of backdoored right. through that universe. Yeah, I think, shows. It, I think it's that. So Okay. okay. And it'll also be interesting to see if they end up folding Black Lightning into that stuff this season. They'd said before it's its own standalone thing, mm-hmm. but... You never know. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. Make more sense for like, okay, we're going to pull you into this universe because they've already established the multiple because why Earths. not have They're seven like, shows set in <laughs> the same universe? <laughs> well, I mean, just so. they, they already established like the multiple parallel Earths thing, so they right. can literally bring anybody in from anywhere, which it's true. should be interesting. Because that, that same series, they've been rumor milling about having some of the old Smallville characters <gasps> come yes. back. Because uh, Tom Welling and, uh, uh, oh, I'm... Space on it. Uh, he played Lex Luthor. Uh, uh, oh, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Yes. yes. Uh, he, he's, uh, they've both expressed interest in coming back to reply his roles as the characters. Like, I thousand percent yeah, so support this. They, they, the two of them have been trying to get a, an animated thing going, and then uh, the the actual creators for the shows and other people have been trying to get some uh, some some. Some follow through and trying to get them to come back and do some kind of like parallel Earths, you know, kind of thing, it was, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. would be really interesting to do, which would make sense for the WB to be like, hey, all of the DC stuff is really canon because yeah. everything is its own Because universe. it's all multiple universes, yeah. multiple Earths, which is, yeah, yeah DC set that Yeah, DC's had that know, for 75 years ago. Yeah, pretty pretty much. So, And it also <laughs> gives more more flexibility with the show creators. I actually was listening to a, a podcast the other day with one of the guys who's a writer on Supergirl. Okay. And since they've developed that parallel Earths thing, mm-hmm. it's opened up to where like, now they can start using a lot of the villains that they couldn't use before Ooh. and other characters that they were like, no, because this is going to be in the movies and this and that. Because mm-hmm. that was part of the thing that hurt Arrow was when they, they had a fantastic Suicide Squad storyline during season two mm. and they had to squash everything in season three and get rid of a bunch of stuff because oh, the movie was the movie's coming out. out they didn't want to confuse the audiences exactly and, and, the, and that screwed over that show and right. the movie ended up not being that great and everybody's like and you had a fantastic Suicide Squad on this show that you guys have gotten rid of now so yeah. it just it's opened up a lot of sorts where they don't have to be bound by those constraints right. anymore right for sure and it also gets to the tour they're able to pull out some characters out of the you know Ether, like they, right. Ralph Dibney in Arrow, which is fantastic. Oh, or, or okay. in Flash, I'm sorry, in Flash, which I loved because the elongated yeah, man. Right. Uh, who doesn't like that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Most people. It's a bit of a stretch. No, come on now. That was good. That was a good one. Was I get one a day. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of little in jokes and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, yeah. do on those shows. Mm-hmm. What were some other castings that they, they put out this week? Oh, God. Um,. I have not kept up on any of this news, so no. this, most of this is going to be news to me, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, most of the casting that I knew about really was, you know, Ruby Rose, Patrick Stewart coming back, uh, the announcement for episode nine. Like, if there's any other casting that's been announced recently, uh, it's probably gone right over my head, and I haven't even noticed it. Okay. Um, um, or it's not for a show that I'm Something I saw to. that was interesting movie news today is that they're saying that Venom is going to be PG-13. Say what now? Yes, it's getting a hard PG-13. Uh, is that a phrase? Uh, that's what the article <laughs> literally said. It's getting a hard PG-13. They will be All not right. budging from that. They're going to be editing okay. it, doing whatever they can to, right. to make it that PG-13. So they get one F word. <laughs> I think is weird because of the success of Logan and Deadpool. Venom is the, like, he eats yeah. brains in people's faces when he gets upset at them. Why, why would yeah. you PG-13? Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, it's got to be to try to put it into the spider uh, it's gonna yeah. be because there's a bunch of jerks like me who are like, yeah, I don't really want to see this movie, and they said, oh crap, well we better get the teens in there. 
Maybe, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I think, I don't know. To me, it would have been, for me, it would have been a better sell to have it go along the lines of Logan and Deadpool. He doesn't even have the spider on his chest. Yet. He doesn't have the spider on his chest. Yet. Yet. <laughs> I, I'm out. Like, see, and I, I, I kind of figured that they'd do that at the end of the movie. That would be like the... Uh, I guess, but that's kind of like saying, well, the RoboCop remake a few years ago wasn't that bad because he wore the silver in the last 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> Touche. Right? Like, uh, I guess the original outfit's in there. He still looked like, you know, Batman with a laser, like, visor. That's mm-hmm. just true. This right? is true. He did. So, he did. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do with it. The, I'm still not sold on the Venom movie that much anyway. Right. Like, I was kind of like, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Like, I mean, PG-13 is an interesting choice. Uh, I got to be honest, I'm not super surprised by it. I would have been more surprised if you said it was going to be rated R. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, now I'm in. But like, it's a hard PG-13. Like, well, I don't know what that phrase means. Uh, well, I, that was them talking about, like, that they are going to edit this thing to make sure it is PG-13. Yeah, there yeah. will be nothing in there that people can be like, oh, but it should be rated R. Nope. Okay. It, it's yeah. like, you're not going to be able to go like, oh, this could have been R. Nope. Yep. Nope. Okay. It's going to be PG-13. Okay. It's I mean, going to be... You know, made for TV PG thirteen. <laughs> uh, good, right? I mean, if that's the movie that they want to make, then yeah. by all means, let them make it. Uh, I, uh, you know, as I said uh, last episode, last previous episode, um, I, I'm kind of out on Marvel movies that aren't made by Marvel Studios, anyways. Yeah. So, right? I mean, the Deadpool movies are an exception because those are. Yeah. Those follow the Which same also, spirit as the Marvel Studios movies. So. I know you and I had a brief discussion off this off microphone uh, sure. earlier in the week. Uh, they did say with the Disney announcement about them not having anything that's above PG-13 on the Disney streaming service. Oh, right. With their acquisition of Fox, they actually own Hulu now. So they have said that anything that is above PG-13 that's owned by Disney mm-hmm. is going to be on Hulu's okay. Hulu streaming instead. And they're actually talking about doing a package that'll be about 20 bucks a month that you'll get the Disney and the Hulu streaming oh, that, services together. That's hurting my brain a little bit because <laughs> here, here's the reason why I say that. Um, which is also interesting because now ABC stuff will be on Hulu as well, which they only had a very limited amount of stuff because Disney's not wanting to have it on a Fox streaming system. Oh, so okay, now right. there's going to be a bunch of ABC previous well, shows that will so be on Hulu as now well. Now, if I'm, if I, if the way I understood the way that Hulu worked is that it's it's owned by all of, like it's CBS, NBC, WB, Disney, and Fox all had a stake in it. I, from what I was uh, reading, not, and I could be wrong on this again. Okay. This is internet, so you never know how much sure, it's true. Right, right. But that they owned a controlling stake right. in it. Right now that it's, they own yeah, Fox, yeah, now that they have 20th Century they're, Fox, they own the majority. Yeah, and they're the directors of how it's done. And right, know, so right. It's, it's, it's okay, a so, Disney product I mean, now. So that is kind of a weird roundabout good way of, of right? Hey, the it Disney streaming service is family friendly, so yeah. you don't have to, you don't really have to worry about your kids turning on something that's going to be too bad. Yeah, and you don't have to like you don't have to go into your Hulu and, cr- and uh, even parental controls for so right. if you just have it to where kids don't get to get on the Hulu. Right. They kids, you get, get on, on Disney, Disney. Mom and yeah. Dad get on Hulu. And, well, yeah. and yeah. this is this is the reason why it's hurting my brain a little bit because. That would they would actually have to split up the Star Wars universe. Would the they? first, uh, yes, the first five episodes, episodes four, five, and oh, six, yes, and that, one and two they, are PG. Well, that's the thing though is they don't have the streaming rights to the first six Star Wars movies. They're not going to be on the Disney streaming service. Oh, are you kidding me? No, Ted Turner's organization owns the streaming rights <sighs> to the first six Star Wars. Damn. Movies. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the, my point still stands though, because on the Disney streaming service, they'll have Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Clone Wars, Star Wars Resistance, all that. All They're the gonna have everything stuff. except for four, oh, one, two, three, and four, five, six. Uh, yeah. wait, now, <laughs> wait, you said the Disney service is P- 
PG thirteen and below, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so it will include things that are PG thirteen. Yes. Oh, okay. PG thirteen so just, just not rated R. Above PG thirteen. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, well, okay. Yes. If that's the case, then yeah, never mind. So yeah. anything that's rated above PG thirteen will not be on. It's kind of like the network. You won't ever see anything above PG thirteen on Disney. It, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. But that is something that I know a lot of people were worried about. Was like, what's going to happen with like Deadpool and all that stuff mm-hmm, and all this mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. that they now own that was Fox that we love. So all that stuff's going to be on Hulu. You're not going to worry about. It. You're still be able to get married with children and all those wonderful Fox shows that you don't get. And a lot of the stuff like Simpsons and things like that, that'll be over on Hulu, not on the Disney streaming service. Okay. Well, hey, well that makes sense. Technically, so. Family Guy's already on Hulu, so yeah, nothing yeah. So changes. All those, <laughs> yeah, all those things will still have a home. They'll still have a place that you can go get it and everything. Nice. And it'll be interesting because they're going to be doing more packages with the Disney streaming and Hulu. So it'll be interesting to see if they do some kind of like big master package, which is also interesting because streaming services has turned into what cable a la carte people have always wanted. Right, right. What streaming services have turned into. So now that Disney owns several of them, they'll be able to do these packages. Like, <laughs> okay, so now I can get HBO, Disney, and then Hulu all together in a package for, let's say, 30 bucks a month. Right. Uh, it's still way cheaper than cable, and yeah. I get everything that I possibly want. It's funny, because uh, my, my roommates and I canceled cable in 2009, and we realized that we just we were watching more Netflix and Hulu anyways, right? Yeah. So we thought, well, let's chop off this, you know, almost $100 a month we were spending on, on cable. Um, and, uh, you know, when they asked, it was like, why do you, why are you canceling? I was like, well, because you're not letting us watch what we, like, The part of it was the package deals were just so absurd, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wanted to watch something on this channel, something on this channel, something on this channel, but they're all in different tiers, right? And so it was like, well, cool, well, we have to pay this almost $100 a month to get these, like, four channels. Whereas if you just gave us the channels we wanted for five bucks a month, we'd be perfectly happy giving you 70 bucks yeah. a month and not dealing with the streaming services. And yeah. now, like, cables kind of shot themselves and it was like, well, we have to do it this way to get more money out yeah, of them. And they, it's like, they could have stuck well, with their price plan and been like, pick from these 200 channels and right. at this price you get X amount of channels yeah. for that. And, yeah. then, and people have been fine. They had the they had the ability to do it, no problem. I they absolutely those, did. And those they chose boxes not to. and everything because they'll give you free weekends of a certain single channel all the time. Right. But yeah. They right. Just yeah. They they. The time, times the are foot. changing. Yeah. Yeah. Times are yeah. changing. No, the times so. change. And I, listen, I used to work at Blockbuster Video, and and Netflix when it was a mail order service, you know, was killing Blockbuster because Blockbuster wasn't keeping up with what was going on. Yeah. You know, like it was four dollars a movie for a DVD. Yeah. yeah. If, right? if Blockbuster had a bent with it and been like, you know, what, we just need to do our own streaming thing. Sure. It, it definitely would have been were, able to grow But that's much. the thing. Blockbuster was. Blockbuster, we were selling direct TVs through Blockbuster, and there were, like, multiple Blockbuster channels on direct TV. So it wasn't that Blockbuster yeah. wasn't doing that. But they weren't giving people the option to get on there and just watch the one movie they wanted to. It, sure. It, well, you know, and, in, and in fairness, when Blockbuster was worthwhile, uh, Netflix wasn't doing that yet either. Yeah. They were still just a mail order service. Yeah. And but I could get the new movie the day it comes out on my Netflix in the mail I go home right. and it's like oh hey that brand new movie that came out today on video right. it's already in my box for and, Netflix and you're paying eight bucks you were paying eight bucks a month for Netflix exactly. as opposed to four dollars a movie from Blockbuster so yeah. if you're watching more than two movies a week which quite frankly most of our customers were yeah yeah, and so it's just interesting to see these things that were in the 20th century like this the, the second half of the 20th century like this is how entertainment works mm-hmm. right yeah. like very quickly at the beginning of the 21st century like they're all just crumbling yeah and just hey man if you're not <laughs> if you're sticking <laughs> to a plan like this is the way we're gonna screw people out of their money and someone else comes along and is like hey we want your money too and we'll take less of it like yeah yeah, why well, am I not going to go with the person that wants less of my money? I hate to go back to video games that. again, but it's interesting seeing the same kind of thing going on right now with Xbox because they've sure. got this Xbox Games Pass that it's like, oh, yeah, you can play it on your PC or your Xbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you get hundreds of free games for 10 bucks a month. 
So huh. you go oh, wow. and, and okay. they're putting out like new releases and stuff. Like they, you know, if it's an Xbox game, uh-huh. it gets on your Games Pass and you get it for free if you pay for the pass. Everyone, it's huh. kind of doing the same thing with video games a little bit, and I have a feeling that's where a lot of it's going to go towards. Yeah. this digital like. It, I mean, the yeah, there's a ton of games on that pass that I would like to play, but I ain't going to pay for it. But hey. Mm-hmm. Ten bucks, I'll do that because I yeah, can go down there, yeah. play it for a little while, and if I don't like it, I don't like it. But I right. didn't waste any mm-hmm. money on it. And if you time. did like it, you're more likely to drop the sixty bucks for the full game. Well, and that's the thing—they give you twenty percent off the purchase price if you have Games Pass. So if you oh, play, wow. if you play so. a game on there and you like it, you can get on there, <laughs> there and go. buy it. And so if you, you goes, pay your fifty-two dollars yeah, instead of yeah, it, well, and <laughs> usually if, in a lot of that time, it, it's like. What was it? The other day, there was something on sale that was on the Games Pass that it was on sale, and you got the additional discount on the sale price on the Games Pass. So it ended up, like, the game was like eight fifty. It was just like okay, like, yeah. I'll buy that. What yeah. The? So, so it, it's even the same thing with like movies and the fact like when you buy Blu-ray, you not only do you get like the Blu-ray, but you also get the DVD for those that still have a DVD player, mm-hmm. and you get the digital copy yeah. that you can put on your computer, your phone, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here mm-hmm. going like. I, I still love going out and just buying DVDs and movies, like physically buying them. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing like buying like a physical I don't think book. You're ever <laughs> not going to have that physical market. There's always going to be people that want that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's there's also I think a not only say a bigger number of people, but there's a large number of people that just want the digital. They want it then. They want it now. They right. you know, they don't want to deal with having to go to the store and pick up a copy yeah. or worrying about things being there or not. They just they want to copy the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and or for, movie or whatever. Yeah. For me, I like having the option, right? Yeah. I like I like buying the physical thing and getting a digital code with it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, I was watching... See, and that's one of the things I don't... I, and I hate to interrupt, but no, like fine. with the digital service that they see on like on movie stuff, it's mm-hmm. like if I, I could go get Deadpool on digital on demand too right now. Right. But I gotta wait a few days to get the physical copy. That's right. also gonna come with that digital copy too. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just, it's <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Sorry, but so, you were saying. I oh yeah. No. So like, uh, you know, to to continue the Space Jam story, right? Like, I bought Space Jam. I haven't actually watched the DV- the the Blu-ray or the DVD, um, and I, it works for me because depending on what TV in the house we have set up, there's either a Blu-ray or a DVD player, but not necessarily both. Okay. Right. So whatever room we're in, it's like cool. We we can still watch any movie. If we have yeah. both copies, um, which is why I buy the dual packs when I can. Yeah. That is, um, that's handy. I, I noticed that with right. uh, well, because I noticed that with my room and everything. Because like my bedroom at home, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, I have my PS2 in there, so that's that, that's kind of my method of watching, you know, DVDs and everything like that. But I know that I have a little Blu-ray player that I have to plug into my laptop because my laptop doesn't have a CD port. Right. Um, but it plays both Blu-ray and DVD, so I can use that to say if I go on a trip or something and I you know want to watch a movie, I can bring just. The box and use one one of the uh, one of the discs in mm-hmm. there. So yeah. right. So I haven't used either the physical media for Space Jam, but I have watched the movie because I put it on my Movies Anywhere app and I was watching it on my phone while I was riding the bus. Oh, there so you go. So, right. There you go. so hey, I paid for this movie and I was like, well, I, I'm not gonna not watch it this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I'm gonna just kind of quickly tangent off this. So I was sure. I was doing a little digging to see what else is kind of going on in our nerdy world, and I discovered something that was just released today. What is this? Gal Gadot has been confirmed for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yes, she's playing one of the characters on there. She she's put it on Twitter earlier today. Yeah. She's playing a race car driver, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm guessing it's not like the uh, the whatever Candy Crush type of... Uh, no, the picture that they put on there... Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, yeah. thank yeah. you. No, the picture they put on there, it definitely looked like a more adult character. Huh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it almost kind of looks like a little bit like Jane Lynch's character, how it looks like it's coming from a much older type of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and not really a... You know, a game that's meant for kids. Also, at the same time, he technically is bra- he's wrecking the internet. So this could honestly just be like a YouTube video for all we know. It, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole 
oh my Disney moment in the Wreck-It Ralph trailer that is just like, here, we're going to break all our fourth walls that we yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be, I, I look forward to the movie. I, I want to see the Wreck-It Ralph. I, mm-hmm. I liked the first one. It was fun. I, just, I love yeah. they got so many random video game characters in there. Like, and Nintendo Again, yeah. was okay with it. Like, right. oh, throw Bowser in there. We don't care. Sure. Yeah, who's usually like very hands off of anything I, to do with Hollywood with their stuff. So I, that was, well, <laughs> they the must Super have Mario Brothers movie. They, they yeah. must have read the script. They learned their lesson. They must have re- read the script and realized, like, oh, I see what you're doing with this. It's not like you're legitimately putting these characters in there only to rip them into shreds and set right. them on fire. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they went like, okay, you're actually being respectful for to our character. You that. can go ahead and use it. Yeah. And I like that, that. P- in general, companies are more okay with sharing and doing yeah. kind of a like, hey, if we're mm-hmm. all going to be friendly, we're all going to get along. Why not do a scene? Yeah. Like a record route where you can have all those villains on the screen at the same Plus time. Yeah. Products towards your market. <laughs> those right. are the things that was kind of fun about Ready Player One, depending on, no matter how you felt about that movie, some people loved it, some people hated it because of the book. I haven't read the book yet. Sure. You know, just, yeah. but that was a fun part of the movie is when they're showing all those characters from all kinds of right. different things and stuff. I mean, there were some ones that was like, why did you put that in there? But it's like, okay, well, that's who you had the rights to. I'm so, sure. Okay, right. we, we get, we get. I, I remember, I remember uh, seeing, I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was Black Panther. Um, and they had the Ready Player One trailer going, and I mm. was freaking out because, you know, I love the Iron Giant from, like, yeah. you know, the 90s. My two friends sitting next to me, I turned to them after the trailer was over, and I said, you guys need to change your pants because they saw the Halo guys running across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both two big Halo buffs, so I'm like, are you guys okay? And they're like, no. And I'm like, the movie hasn't even begun yet. And just, yeah. Yeah. So... So, but, yeah. Which also uh, saw today that they uh, have started writing the script for the sequel to Ready Player One. It has Ooh, been greenlit. Ready oh. Player Two. <laughs> I, I guess. Sorry, I, I, had I to. don't know what else you would call that. I yeah, had I don't know. To. somebody new is trying to take over the. I can't VR remember what it's called. The Matrix. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. When in doubt, it's always the Matrix. The playground or whatever. I don't remember what it was called. Oasis. Ah, the Oasis. Ah, yeah, that's what it was. I, yes. I got to be honest. I haven't seen Ready. I Ready Player One to me looked like a market. Like like somebody did a bunch of test marketing. It was like, okay, what exactly is Andy gonna want to see in a movie? And then I saw the trailer. And I was like, yeah, that's too directly aimed at me. My age group. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know about this one. Uh, it was, it mean, was very heavy in the '80s nostalgia. Well, yeah, very the, heavy. Yeah. The, the DeLorean didn't sell it for you. I, no, no. I mean, <laughs> you should watch it. it I, I, and and I, if you've read the books, I would say maybe not, because I have a couple people that I've talked to that read the books really didn't like the movie. Yeah, I, I have not read the book. So maybe so. watch the movie, then read the book. Sure. Right. Right. Well, that's, sure. Usually, that's usually the better order to do. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, uh, so. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought sure. it was just it was a yeah. fun movie. Like it wasn't the best movie ever made it wasn't the worst movie ever made there were things that i liked things i didn't like it just it was fun though i I sat down with a friend of mine we had some popcorn and watched it and laughed a few times and at the end end, that was fun i liked it so tell you what if i can can find the blu-ray dvd digital steelbook (laughs) release (laughs) (laughs) so there will be three of them hey (laughs) give it a couple years so uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I saw pop up this week that might be of note that we should talk about before we get out of here. It's about that time. Um, um, okay, I, oh, actually, I just think it's something. Uh, they did put out, and I know me being a DC guy, so this sure, is on my mind. Right. Uh, they did announce that Aquaman is not going to have anybody from the Justice League or any of the other oh, DC really? movies appear okay. in it. Okay. So it is its own standalone movie. Okay. It, is take pla- it does take place after Justice League. Sure. But they're not bringing in anybody. But in the same thing, they didn't say that about Shazam. They were talking about both of those movies at the same time. So huh. that, gets, that gets my hopes up a little bit and some other people's dead. Maybe we're going to have a little Henry Cavill making an appearance at the end oh, or somewhere in there. Oh, that would certainly for, make a lot of 
of sense. For, yeah, yeah. And yeah, especially for that character, it would make yeah. right. perfect sense. And there, there has been some like speculation that maybe he'll show up as Clark Kent as a kind of a mentor mm-hmm, figure mm-hmm. a little bit for Billy because that was that's a big part of the re-release on the, after the New Fifty Two right. stuff. So. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I think it's good that they're letting the DC movies be a little more standalone while still mm-hmm. taking yeah. place in the same universe. They can be their own movies. Yeah, right, and just part of a larger world. And yeah, listen, if Marvel just set the template, like you just you make the movies yeah. and have them mention something but don't mm-hmm. force like yeah. well we made Batman vs Superman so we have to put Wonder Woman in it yeah. right like which uh, I still love that scene in that movie right. I mean that's, that, that's still that, the best part that of that music movie hits right. the, I mean, I'm sorry that was <laughs> that, one of the that, best that, moments in cinema for that me that is actually time. my ringtone when people call me it is actually the Wonder Woman thing and it's great when it connects with my Bluetooth in my car because I hear and I'm just like now I want to drive and I don't want to answer the phone yeah I will say I never screamed FBI in a theater before until that moment. <laughs> so it was just, I remember people like looking back and being like, what the hell? Just like, super excited at that sure, point. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was every found boy moment from when I was a little kid. Yes! So it was just, it was great. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I get that. I get that for sure. So I'm pretty sure every comic book reference in the Teen Titans go to the movies film uh, got me to screen F yeah, at least internally. Probably. That, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm holding back until I'm at home so that I don't ruin the movie for everybody else because I'm sure I'm going to be like <laughs> screaming yelling at the screen the whole time about things I love and things I hate that they reference from DC Universe because I've already seen screenshots of like oh my god they're talking about that character nope nope I gotta wait I gotta wait I gotta wait you're not gonna hate anything in that movie oh I doubt I'll hate well mm. I mean unless um, you hate Teen Titans Go no 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 I like okay. Teen Titans Go okay. are you kidding me the, the, the episode with the uh, the song the uh, um the booty scooty no no <laughs> the, uh, uh, the one where they go like they all have the crazy like Outfits and it's cyborg. He gets obsessed with the song. The uh, oh, uh, uh, crap! I've, I've made it's artifice. a fantastic song. I can't think of the, the name. The night of it. begins to shine. Yes, the night begins yes. to shine. Yeah, those episodes. I so tears he, laughing he, at those the episodes. Thing, the those world are so that, funny. The world that they transport into in that episode is literally where my brain resides ninety percent of the time, <laughs> which is why Ready Player One was too directly aimed at me. Right, like you're, you're just in a constant lawnmower man. I I look at the world type. and I see the ground is a neon grid and there's there's some synthwave playing right and like so, 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 everyone's got go blue hair and mohawks and, and you're constantly haunted by the image of. Uh, Oh, I just had a, a brain fart on him now. Uh, <laughs> Max Headroom. Yes. Okay. If you could combine Max Headroom and Mad Max, that's kind of how my brain works okay. all the time, right? And so Ready Player One is just like, this is what Andy will like. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I will. <laughs> it might be too much. <laughs> or I'll just become obsessed with that movie and want to live in that world, and then I'll be sad that I can't. Aww. Like all the people that were obsessed with uh, <laughs> living in Pandora after Avatar, right? Go to that's, Animal Kingdom. That's, that's why that movie made 17 billion dollars is because yeah. people were like I want to live in that world instead I want unobtainium yeah. there's a reason <laughs> there's a reason why when they re- when they opened up Pandora in Disney World last year uh-huh. and I went to go and check out the rides that they had I fell in love with the ride Flight of Passage because it actually makes you feel like you're legitimately riding a banshee it's breathing against your thighs as this thing is going in this like 3D you know kind of like optical type thing where it it feels so damn real that I understand why that line was a six hour wait <laughs> jeez how full was the rest of Animal Kingdom uh, it was pretty decently full okay. uh, I just know the last day that we went we wanted to go ride it again and it was empty and this is at park open because <laughs> everybody was over in Pandora Right. And the line actually, so, so there's an actual like pathway that stretches from like you know one end of Pandora to like another part of Animal Kingdom on both sides and 
this end stretch and literally the line started at the top of the queue where you can get on the ride all the way down the queue line all the way through Pandora and all the way to Asia huh <laughs> uh, not, not Asia not Asia Africa sorry Asia's uh, where you can find Mount uh, the Expedition Everest ride <laughs> it's just funnier if it's actually Asia the continent <laughs> It's stretched to another planet. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time for the day, so I think we're going to have to wrap this up now. It's been fun as always. I look forward to next week when we get to geek out a little bit more together. Yeah, for sure. uh, Until then, I'm Josh, and I'm going to go find a ride that breathes between my thighs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Andy, and I'm going to pump up the jam. I'm Stephanie, and Shazam! (laughs) See you guys next week. (laughs) See ya.